This is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's uh, Thursday, 11 January, Year of Our Lord, 2024. Welcome uh, for the early evening edition. I want to start. We are jammed today, as you can imagine. Great show uh, from Iowa. Preceded us. Uh, I want to turn to other topics right now. Colonel Keith Self joins us, Congressman from Texas. Uh, sir, are, are you happy where we are with the proposal that Speaker Johnson has, has laid out there and some of the discussions they're having with essentially – uh, cratering to Hakeem Jeffries and Chuck Schumer and the Biden illegitimate Biden regime White House for their budget? Absolutely not, Steve. You got to understand this bill is very analogous to the Pelosi seven point trillion dollar blowout we had the year before I got to Congress. So no, I'm not happy with it. In fact, I we it's becoming more and more obvious, Steve. We cannot break the establishment in Congress unless we have the help of the American people the energy of the American people to descend on Congress to change what's happening. The number is 202-225-3121. Make sure that's the main switchboard. Ask for your congressman or ask for people like Keith Self and give them, you know, give them some backup here, folks. People need it. Colonel Self, how do we get in this situation? I mean, the the uh, the McCarthy thing was a complete fiasco. He did the debt deal. I know you're one of the fighters against that. We got Johnson, a good man with a Christian worldview. But how did he get into a situation that he's put forward to us something I would argue is as bad as uh, is as bad as McCarthy's, or maybe even a tad worse? How did that happen? We're we're discovering that it may not matter who's in the chair. Establishment in Washington, D.C. control the here and the outcome. That's why this small group of conservatives is fighting every day against the establishment. Uh, Colonel, you're you're a Texan, and of course, the 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 border crisis really the Rio Grande Valley is uh, is is the tip of the spear in that. What is your? Are you to the point that either? The Biden regime passes a or accepts HR two into this package, and actually the implementation of it. Or if if they can't shut down the border, we shut down the government. Where are you on that? Being a Texan, well, first of all, it's not more policy, it's not more money. It is change behavior on the border. If we do not see change behavior on the border, I think we ought to continue to fund this lawless administration. And the lawlessness goes well beyond the border. Uh, the weaponization of the government, but the border is the focus right now because that's what everybody we have come across the border uh, to make up the seventh largest state, Ohio. Plus, we've lost 100,000 miners into the interior of the United States. We have no idea. They could be in the sex trade. They could be in indentured servanthood. Uh, we know that several hundred on the terrorist watch list have been caught. How many have not been caught? We know that tens of thousands of Chinese military-age males are now in the United States. Uh, uh, Steve, this is, you pick your word, catastrophe. 
madness, tsunami. This is now the issue of the day that we must change the behavior of the lawless Biden administration. So what would you people look to you for leadership, given your military background? What's your recommendation here? Well, the recommendation is that's an international border. Uh, we need to deploy the military just as we would defend any other international border. People think it's a small creek known as the Rio Grande. It is an international border. We're to the point now where it will take desperate measures to change this. It doesn't have to be perfect, Steve. If we just reinstituted remain in Mexico, uh, the deputy uh, border patrol chief says it would cut it down by 65 or 70 percent. We just need to be serious. We need to implement a change in behavior, and we would cut this down quickly, very quickly. That uh, over, we had Rosemary Jenks on today, who's one of the most revered uh, voices and thinkers in this movement. She went through what Langford was working on over the Senate. It's nothing short of treasonous. I mean, we walked through in detail. It is an outrage of even what he's discussing with these people, given the fact you've got these establishment uh, folks in the Senate Republicans. You got the Biden regime that's dug in to get, uh, you know, they've got eight to 10 million here on their watch. They want another two to four. Is that an unbridgeable gap? I mean, how do you use the leverage we've got to implement the policies that you're talking about? I don't think Congress will be able to solve this issue. We need the energy of the American people, much like German truckers right now, Steve. They're using their tractors, they're using their trucks uh, to make their statement in mass. And they have changed the behavior of the, the German government. They backed off of the onerous taxes. The Dutch farmers are now joining the German farmers. Uh, that's what we need. The American people must speak to Congress. They must speak in mass to Congress if we're going to change this. I don't see enough votes in the Republican conference to do anything we must have the American people or this will continue down business as usual. What, what, is, what are your colleagues on the Republican side in the conference? What are they missing? They just went to the border, 60 of them who were maybe not the fire breathers. What are the ones that are recalcitrant to say, hey, if we got to shut down the government, we got to shut it down and that'll bring these guys to the table. Let's use our leverage. What are the folks in the conference why would they need the American people to show up in mass like the German truckers or the Canadian, the, excuse me, the German farmers or the Canadian truckers? Why would those folks who all come from even the swing districts are at least close to 50 percent Trump? And now with Biden's three years of disaster, Trump's leading in those districts. What the members in your conference, what don't they get about this crisis? They don't understand what how hard it is to change the behavior of the establishment in Washington, Steve. They just don't understand. They think we can use Ukraine leverage. That's not going to work. We simply have to say no more until we change the behavior of the administration. And I don't think Congress can do that. This will pass, Steve, with Democrat votes and enough Republican votes. We need to just look at this not through rose-colored glasses, but with reality. This will probably pass. Once the rule passes, because enough Republicans will join the Democrats to pass this monstrous, basically 1.66, whatever it is, bill. You don't believe that you don't believe that Speaker Johnson, if he reverses that, should be removed immediately as Speaker? Uh, 
I'm not to that point. I believe that uh, uh, Speaker Johnson, as you say, has a great worldview. We've get, simply got to start acting on that worldview, that government is not the end-all to be-all, it is not sovereign, uh, that our people still hold the power. But in the meantime, I need people to demonstrate that they still hold the power in this nation. Numbers 202-225-3121. Make sure you get up on the ramparts and call. Colonel Self, how do people get to you? Uh, they can follow me at uh, Rep Keith Self. Uh, if you go to any of the social media, or Keith Self dot house dot gov. If you want my official website, uh, you can find me. Just look me up, and uh, we would love to hear from you. But more importantly, I want you to talk to your own representatives, your own senators, because I we need the American people. This small group of conservatives, we need you. Don't leave it to us. We won't get it done without you. Colonel, thank you very much uh, for joining us. And, uh, you know, the, the, let's let's uh, get there. Let's get there. And I guess you're calling for mass protests. We'll talk to the Warren Posse about it and take their temperature. Thank you very much, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. I think the first step is to uh, reject everything that Johnson's putting forward, Schumer's putting forward. And then on a full on blast, you know, if we got to pass the DOD budget and maybe DHS part of it. Uh, and then shut the rest of the government down. Just shut it down. I don't think they understand anything else but Smash Mouth. Even the one-year CR, I don't think that's gonna. I don't think that's gonna hack it. Even with the seventy-three billion dollars of cuts, I think we much, much more harder core. And if Johnson's the guy, is the guy. If he's not the guy, then move on to the next one. Let's go. Do I have Dr. Bradley Thayer? Dr. Thayer, uh, we're within uh, what forty-eight hours of this vote in Taiwan. Actually, probably closer. You take American time. Just give us a, a quick summary. I know you're busy and you got to bounce, but give us a summary on where we stand. Particularly, we've heard everything about pressure of the CCP on the people in Taiwan, the political system, the international business community. Where do we stand? Forty-eight hours before this historic vote for the uh, Taiwanese people and the Chinese people. Three things, Steve. Uh, first, it, it's going to be a tight election, both at the presidential level and legislatively. Uh, but indications are that the DPP, um, the party that uh, is uh, most resistant to uh, communist China, uh, still looks uh, good at the presidential level and possibly at legislative level, too. So that um, may be a little bit of good news, but we'll see. Secondly, uh, the uh, Chinese Communist Party is doing everything it can to put its huge thumb on the scale here uh, to help the KMT uh, and the alternatives to the DPP. And what they're doing is the coercive measures, for example, the balloons, uh, drones, uh, many other tools that they're employing. Uh, Nicole mentioned uh, last night the 600 local officials they've invited uh, essentially to the mainland. Uh, as a form of essentially a, um, a, a barely disguised form of bribery. So the economic inducements are still flowing. The coercive measures that the CCP is employing are still moving uh, uh, to try to influence uh, Taiwan's election. Steve, the third big point is the Biden administration. And Steve, you know that the Biden administration has announced that they'll be sending a delegation uh, after the election led by uh, James Steinberg and, and um, Hadley, Steve Hadley, uh, so uh, former uh, national, uh, national Security Advisor, and, and um, uh, that is likely to um, entail an element of pressure on Taiwan 
which is not going to be welcome. Uh, and additionally, we saw that Blinken on Friday, that is tomorrow, January 12th, will be meeting with a Chinese, a senior uh, CCP official, basically the head of international relations. Um, and that is quite likely going to be uh, not what they're touting, which is uh, to warn the CCP off of uh, pressuring Taiwan. That horse has left the barn. The CCP is doing everything it can do to pressure Taiwan but to work out some type of modus vivendi about uh, what happens in the aftermath of uh, the Taiwanese uh, election. So big pieces on the chessboard here. There's the critical element of the Taiwanese election, and that does look good, uh, at least at this point. But the CCP and the Biden administration are also attempting to influence this, and maybe not in a way that that um, is going to be uh, welcome uh, and uh, that's going to be supportive of moving Taiwan and giving Taiwan the capability that it needs um, to stand apart uh, from the CCP to not just become de facto an independent state, but to actually become an independent state and move to having the capabilities, uh, the diplomatic recognition um, and the support. Uh, from U.S. and uh, allies, which are uh, desperately needed. So a lot is happening in the run-up uh, to uh, the election, and it's not clear which side the Biden administration on, is on, and that's a very sad indictment uh, of the Biden administration uh, and its policies. Dr. Thayer, I think, you've done, I, 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 think you've done a, I think you've done a great job of showing us that Biden – at the end of the day, it's on the side of the CCP of that. There's no doubt. Uh, Dr. Thayer, thank you so much for this. I know it was tough to break you away today. You're going to be on our coverage wall to wall. Our Saturday, our special our Saturday on Saturday, we'll recover it live uh, from Taiwan uh, with an entire team, Colonel Mills and others, new federal state of China. Dr. Thayer, where do people follow you? How are they following you on social media? I know you're putting off stuff all the time on this. Where do they go? Uh, Steve, I'm at X uh, at Brad Thayer and Getter and Truth at Bradley Thayer. And thanks so much, Steve, for covering this and, and giving it the attention that it needs uh, for all audiences, for the American audience. The MAGA audience definitely yeah. needs this. You know, we've been covering Taiwan, obviously, with Dr. Thayer and others, Frank Gaffney, the Committee on Present Danger, for three years, three and a half years. The show has been up. CNN has a big story yesterday. Hey, the election you've never heard about that's so important. This is how clueless the CNN viewers are. The war in posse can actually tell you about the differences of what's going to happen in parliament there or their Congress versus the the, the executive, all of that. So we're going to even have more in the post because it ain't over just for the election. Trust me. Dr. Thayer, honored to have you on here. Thank you for carving out time today. Thank you, Steve. My pleasure. Thanks. Got a guy on now that I've wanted to have on for a long time, Stanley Gofarb, uh, chairman of Do No Harm. Uh, a big victory in Ohio. Can you explain to people, here's what we don't get, uh, Stanley. How does, with this issue being a fire burner issue, which everybody's focused on, how do we have a situation that a guy like Mike DeWine vetoes the bill and then you have this massive outpouring and folks like yourself working that we overturn the veto yesterday. Just walk people through the mindset. How's DeWine? How did DeWine veto this thing in the first place? Well, thanks. It's great to be with you. Um, it's hard, of course hard to know what his um, what his full motives are. It's a very tough issue for a lo lot of people. And I think he was under a lot of pressure. The, the people that support so-called gender affirming care, and it really is so-called. 
you know, they're, they're very great activists. They're very violent. Um, they push legislatures. They've invaded one legislature in Tennessee, I think people may remember. So I think he was under a lot of pressure for that. He also has received a lot of large payments from hospital associations. Um, I, I can't say that any of this represents corruption. I think it represents a terrible decision. And in fact, what he did right after he vetoed this legislation, which would have banned gender, so-called gender affirming care in Ohio, he went ahead and issued a, uh, an executive order that no surgeries that would alter these kids would be allowed. Now, I think the reason he did that was because our organization, Do No Harm, and we're at donoharmmedicine.org, we, I, I found online a, a series of webinars that the Cincinnati Children's Hospital uh, conducted. And even though on the webinar they claim they don't do surgeries on children under 18, there was a slip of the tongue, which is always interesting. They were talking about so-called binders where these poor children are bind their, their breasts. And they had one child that said in the operating room, she complained to me. So it was in the operating room, this child complained. And that was the clue that in fact, these surgical procedures were being done, or at least had been done in the very recent past. So I think, I think that when that went public, I think that was uh, the straw that broke the camel's back and had him uh, need to issue this executive order because he realized that surgeries may very well be, be, be being performed and, and really mutilating these children, uh, you know, in, in the name of gender ideology, really. So, so, so St Stanley, uh, we've had a huge victory here with this, uh, with the voting to overturn, particularly a guy like DeWine, who's very controlling in the Ohio apparatus. Where does this movement go from here? How, how do we, you just said they have money and they have these activists and they're kind of nasty. What do we have to do to counter that? Because this thing's an outrage. I mean, it's not even close. When you poll the American people, it's 80-20. What do you believe we have to do? What is your group prepared to do for us to kind of make sure we keep momentum on this driving through not just 2024, but beyond? Yeah, so we have two things that we continue to, to push for legislation in states. There are now 22, and, and hopefully there'll be 23 if Ohio fully overrides his veto, legislation that bans this activity for children under 18. Adults is a different story. Then we get into freedom of action and so on. But this is about a, a children that can't possibly understand what they're consenting to when they start going down this path. So that's the first thing is continue to push for and legislatures as much as we can. Secondly, the real evil, the real evil in this, the real bad doers in this are the professional societies that have supported this. And let me explain why. It's because every time a law like this gets passed, such as the one in Ohio that would ban these procedures, then they're, they're the, the courts enter the story and, and organizations try to sue to prevent these laws from being enacted. And the judges look to the professional societies that have been incredibly supportive of this activity. They've been captured by a few activists. It doesn't represent the membership. For example, the Endocrine Society is one that's been very supportive of this activity. They have thousands of members and it's just a few individuals that have really pushed them. So we continue to put pressure on, the, on these professional societies as best we can by informing the public and asking the public to, to contact them and talk to their representatives. And the final issue is we have legislation that's coming that I think will be a real killer to this whole activity. And that is something called the Detransitioners Bill of Rights. 
there are many, many children that start down this path and then realize that they've made a terrible mistake and change their minds. They're so-called detransitions. It may be as high as 30% over a very short period of time. These children can be mutilated. We have a, a child named Chloe Cole who works with us. Luca Hine is another young woman who had their breasts removed when they were in 15, 16 years old and now have realized that that was a terrible error. They need to be allowed to sue and they need to be allowed to sue up to 25 years after they've undergone these transitions or for four years after they realize what a mistake they've made. And what this will do will, will really put a, a chill on this whole activity because the malpractice insurance for hospital systems that have supported these surgical procedures and the drugs that alter these children, they will be incredibly, uh, uh, it will be incredibly expensive for them. They will have to put aside millions and millions of dollars because of potential lawsuits. And I think that will be the thing that will bring this whole thing crashing down. Dr. Gopher, real quickly, I mean, did you ever in a million years think we'd be in a situation where you'd actually have to be? I mean, this thing among everything that we deal with, to me, is the most shocking and outrageous. And I can't believe we actually have to spend time on this. I mean, are you as shocked as I am? And you're a professional. Dr. Goldfarb, are you well, shocked that we're in this situation, that we actually have to put resources and focus and, and to counter this? It's, it's awful. Unfortunately, there have been terrible medical catastrophes in the past that people have adopted and used until they came crashing down like this one will. You know, I was at a, a two-day meeting at the Heritage Foundation uh, recently about this, and there were some people there that were really of the left who have said, you know, I, I realize this is one example where I think the people of the right are on the right side of this. And, and these were, you know, journalists and other people that have been very supportive of other uh, so-called progressive causes. I think there's a growing realization that this is a, just a terrible, terrible mistake that's being made. You know, there are five European countries now, Sweden, Finland, Denmark, Norway, and Great Britain that have dramatically curtailed permission to, uh, for children to undergo these procedures. They're being reserved only for a very, very rare situation and only under in a research protocol. So it is shocking that, to me, the, the most shocking thing, Steve, is that the medical societies, the American Association of Pediatrics, the Endocrine Society, the American Medical Association, they have come out in support of this activity. This is what really needs to change, because if they will come out and say, no, this is a mistake, and we, we're going to do careful studies to show that it's a mistake, that will tremendously undermine the, these uh, uh, act, legal activities to try to, to prevent these laws from being enacted, the laws in the 20, 22 or 23 states that have passed laws uh, against gender-affirming care. Uh, Dr. Goldfarb, I even hate using that term, but for you, we'll make, a, we'll make an exception. Dr. Goldfarb, where do people go to find out more about your fight and your mission? Where social media, the website, all of it. Sure. At best is our website, donoharmmedicine.org. It's one word. And it, we also are fighting all aspects of, of diversity, equity, and inclusion politics and identity politics and healthcare. It's, enough, it's a whole other story that's almost as bad as this one. Not quite, but pretty close. So donoharmmedicine.org. We'll, we'll have you back. We'll have you back on. By the way, honored to have you on. We've wanted to have you on for a while, so really honored. Look forward to having you back. Talk about DEI, the d disaster there. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Uh, by the way, folks, remember, a huge victory. The, the legislature in Ohio really stepped up, overrode the veto of a very powerful governor. That's how big this topic is.
Matthew Cox. Uh, Matthew, we've got uh, Joe Allen is out at CES, a consumer electronics show, and all he's telling me is that, hey, the merger of cyber and AI is upon us. That's only going to empower these cyber criminals to the nth degree. Uh, walk me through. Tell me what our folks, our audience wants to know what action they need to take, because you've got cyber now merged with AI that makes this ability to go in and do something with your mortgage, either, I mean, your your title, either get it to sell the house or even I think is bad and more relevant is take a second mortgage out at a high interest rate you can't pay back. What are people to do, sir? I mean, you've got to protect your house. You have to protect your property, your title. You know, it's the, uh, for most Americans, it's the, it's the largest investment they'll have. And it's extremely vulnerable. So I think having your, your title monitored by a service like home title lock is absolutely essential just for your security. I mean, things are changing so fast and fraudsters are just so smart and they are extremely adaptive and they're adapting faster than law enforcement and law enforcement just isn't going to protect you. You have to have a service that monitors your title. That's, that's really, that's the best course of action. Okay. And so monitoring title, that's what home title lock does. When people go HomeTitleLock.com. When they go to the site, tell me what they should do because we want our people immersed in information to understand that your your title insurance doesn't cover this. That this is something separate. What do they do when they go to the site? It's it's a it's very quick uh, form. Uh, you can even speak with someone if you want. Uh, you you fill out the form. You sign up. The services start as little as a dollar a day. It's it, it's a must. HomeTitleLock.com. Go there. You can talk to a professional. You immerse yourself in information. Joe Allen's warning coming out of CES is that cyber and AI are merging, and that's going to give these cyber criminals, you know, Matthew Cox will be on testosterone right now with the tools that are being presented. Your line of defense is go to HomeTitleLock, HomeTitleLock.com. Talk to a professional. Immerse yourself in the information. Matthew Cox, former bad guy, now good guy. Thank you so much for joining us here in the war room. Appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. These guys, you know, the Matthew Cox of the world were, were incredibly powerful back in the day. Right now, with AI, you have no earthy idea of the weapons they have at their disposal. Make sure that you're not a victim of that. HomeTitleLock.com. Okay, on the other side, big victory. Look, we're having victories all over. Sometimes we got to fight to make sure we get there. Situation Ohio, great victory. Frank Gaffney joins us next. These asset companies got to shut it down. Next in the war room. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of, 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text 
Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. And Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898. And secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at 989898. Action, action, action. Question, who protects the troops who protect us? Well, we will. Imagine you're serving halfway around the world and you learn the title to your home, that legal document that proves it's actually yours has been forged and it's not in your name anymore. But we can't let that happen and we won't let it happen. Home title theft is a clear and present danger for all homeowners. And that's why I trust Home Title Lock. And now Home Title Lock is protecting those who protect us and giving back. For every subscription you purchase from Home Title Lock, they'll donate one year of free service to a military family in your name. Our troops deserve the peace of mind in knowing that while they protect us, Home Title Lock protects their most valuable asset. We all need to protect the title to our homes. I'll share updates, but for now, please join me. Protect your home's title at HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon and use promo code Bannon. And when you do, they'll protect the home of a service member in your name. That's HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon, code Bannon. HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon, code Bannon. Do this for the troops. Do it today. Use your agency. The apples in your holiday pie taste amazing, but it's not exactly the recommended five servings of fruits and vegetables. The Mayo Clinic says if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and your cholesterol, eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day, which, as you know, is almost impossible. That's why you need to check out Field of Greens. Every fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs like your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, and your immune system. Yo, folks, the holidays are here, and you need to stay healthy. Plus, you'll notice your skin, hair, and nails will look healthier. Field of Greens is the simplest way to get those daily fruits and veggies, and it tastes amazing. Let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com. Use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com fieldofgreens.com make sure you take take it today use your agency action 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 fieldofgreens.com promo code bannon war room battleground with stephen k bannon okay folks when we bind together and when the war and posse is up on the ramparts good things happen you saw what happened in ohio also the collapse of the uh, Johnson deal with Schumer is 1,000% your calls, 202-225-3121. Uh, and particularly, look, we had uh, we had a couple of folks on here today, Colonel Self being one of them, uh, Russ Vote, who we, we love Russ Vote about the CR. We're not there yet. Very simple. Shut down the border or shut down the government. You've got to take – look, it's the war room. We're going to take a hard line. We blew up the Schumer-Johnson deal. There's a lot more to come after that, but you have to be engaged. 
Another thing that's there, a victory for us and, and very important victory is on these natural, natural asset companies. Frank Gaffney, give me a quick thumbnail because I need the Warren Posse on this. I've already gotten great feedback that their comments, et cetera, are starting to move the needle. We've got the uh, treasurer of Utah is going to join us. But number one, why is this a problem? Why is it an issue? Why is the committee on the present danger on it? And why is it urgent that we take action today, sir? Well, I'm extremely pleased that we've got Marlo Oaks, the treasurer of Utah, on the show, uh, Steve, because he's been on point, really, uh, mobilizing 23 of uh, uh, the state's treasurers behind this. Um, He'll talk also about 25 state attorneys general now weighing in. Why are they so concerned? Well, they've got lots of different reasons. I, I think one of the most important is this whole arrangement is a fraud. It, it is a means of manufacturing out of whole cloth value and then selling people on buying interest in the thing on the basis of that fraudulent value. The problem that I think we particularly at the Committee on the Present Danger China and the national security minded folks more generally are really worried about is among the people who could take advantage of this vehicle that enables this private sector class of uh, investment vehicles to manage things like public lands, public waters, public air, no less, and even private lands and shut down the productive use of them. And this is something, again, that the treasurer has a really clear vision on, and I'm anxious to hear his thoughts on it too. But from a national security perspective, if you have the Chinese Communist Party or the Russians, or the Saudis, or the Iranians, or anybody else getting into this mix, they have a vested interest in shutting down our access to productive uses of natural resources. They understand that it would be devastating to this country. We should too, and you're right, Steve, the posse is making a difference on this. This, I think the treasurer will talk a little bit about the, the New York Stock Exchange, which is up to its eyeballs in a conflict of interest and promoting this fraud and coming up with some new manufactured accounting scheme for making it somehow legit. This is the kind of thing we need to do, especially with the Securities and Exchange Committee Commission. Shut it down in the comment period between now and the July, uh, January 18th. Okay, let me have, uh, let's bring in Marlo Oaks from Utah, the great state of Utah, the treasurer. Sir, just walk us through this. Walk us through what the issue is, what the problem is, uh, why you've gotten engaged as you have to draw, you know, uh, treasurers and attorney generals from across the nation, and specifically, what do you need this powerful, engaged activist audience to do, sir? Great. Well, thank you for having me on, and, and thank you, Frank, for your engagement on this issue as well. It's critical that people understand what's going on. Essentially, the New York Stock Exchange went to the Securities and Exchange Commission at the end of September and asked them for a rule that would allow them to list companies whose purpose isn't to create economic activity, it is to manage natural processes, and those natural processes happen on land. Uh, things like photosynthesis and and uh, creating clean water, things of that nature. Um, so, so these kinds of things have no underlying economic uh, basis. Uh, even though they're critical to life itself, but but you can't really value them objectively. 
And so that's why the New York Stock Exchange needed a rule from the SEC because they're looking at using non-US based accounting standards that essentially uh, gives a value to these non-economic processes. So what's the value of photosynthesis, for example, on, on a piece of land? And importantly, uh, th these uh, natural asset companies would raise money from investors globally, and it could be uh, the Chinese sovereign wealth funds, the Russian sovereign wealth funds, Saudi sovereign wealth funds. Uh, the Chinese sovereign wealth funds are, are valued at $2.8 trillion alone. And so if you take 10% of that, if this is considered a new asset class, you're looking at $280 billion. That is essentially like, I, I liken it to a Trojan horse that we then bring into our country all of this capital that then seeks to find natural resources wherever those natural resources are and lock them away so that we as Americans cannot access them. Now, the other part that is, is incredibly dangerous with this is this financialization of what I call mother nature, these natural processes. As soon as we financialize them and add, put some value on them and assign ownership to them, then they can charge for those things. So we're literally talking about valuing clean air and charging people for clean air. And it remains to be seen exactly how this will play out, but that's the road we are going down. And that's why we need to be so against this. And so I'm asking people to uh, send in comments into the SEC, uh, to reach out to the New York Stock Exchange and tell them this is a terrible idea, to engage with their congressional representatives and make sure that they understand what's at stake here and can shut this down from a congressional standpoint. We have to take an all hands on deck approach to this. And so I'm very grateful to, to have the opportunity to speak about it. Mr. Oaks, this goes back to this climate change where they're trying to, you know, they're trying to monetize carbon. Who's in back? I mean, this thing is so over the top, so against not just the founding principles of the nation, but the spirit of the nation. And particularly places like out west, right? The, the, the spirit of the pioneers and the frontiersmen. Who's in back of this? Who thought this up? How did we even get to this place where we're at? This is like the transgender stuff. I'm sitting here going, this is almost an absurd conversation to have. Who are the people that think this stuff up? Well, so the, the Rockefeller Foundation um, uh, was a, a key backer of the Intrinsic Exchange Group. It's the Intrinsic Exchange Group that has come up with this concept and has gotten the New York Stock Exchange on board. Frankly, I'm, I'm very disappointed with the New York Stock Exchange that they would even entertain this. I'm not sure they understood the implications of, of this, uh, um, what they're pushing. Um, and, and so, you know, ultimately we see the hands of, of globalist elites who are enamored with natural resources. Now, what's interesting is the only way that you uh, get delisted uh, as a natural asset company. So let's say they've, they've raised billions of dollars in these natural asset companies. They've essentially locked up the management of these natural resources to be delisted according to the rule. The only thing you have to do is, is stop managing the land in a sustainable way. In other words, if you start extracting oil or you start extracting minerals, you are no longer listed on the exchange. Well, you already have all of this money uh, and, and effectively uh, you have ownership of the natural resources. So then you start 
uh, you know, bringing them out of the ground and selling them, well, then you just get delisted. That's the only that's that's the only uh, uh, thing that happens to you. And so, you know, you can you could see a, a, a point in time where they, they simply walk away with all the natural resources in the country. Unbelievable. Uh, Unbelievable. Mr. Oaks, where do people follow you? How do they get more information? Where do they go? I'm going to have Frank about his group, but where do they go for you? Treasure.utah.gov. And then there's a, a page, uh, treasure.utah.gov backslash natural dash asset dash companies backslash. You can get more information. Uh, there's there's contacts there uh, for the SEC, for the New York Stock Exchange, provide more information on this. Uh, and, and I encourage everyone to, to do that. By the way, thank you so much for taking leadership on this. This is one of the ones that sometimes come across as too obscure, too complicated, and people just let go. It's your leadership that's gotten us here. And we want to thank uh, for the war and posse. We really want to thank you for stepping up and defending your country. Thank you. Marlo Oaks, treasurer of the great state of Utah. Frank Gaffney, where do people, we're a little pressed for time, but where do people go? They're at the ramparts. I can tell from the chat that people are engaged in this. Where do, you've got kind of one-stop shop, and I want to make sure they go there. They get more information. They can get uh, better understanding the talking points, but you've actually got action actionable items at uh, at your location. Where do they go? Let me just put a plug in for the book, the first War Room book. One of the things it talks about, Steve, is a plan by the Chinese Communist Party to depopulate the United States so it can be colonized by China. If you want to inherit the bounty of this country, natural asset companies locking it all away for you when you colonize and take it over is a way to do that. You can follow us um, and, and more to the point, engage at sovereigntycoalition.org. We're going to add the New York Stock Exchange in, but right now you can comment directly to the New York, uh, the uh, Wolf, excuse me, the uh, Securities and Exchange Commission, and you can send your elected officials. Uh, you know, your view on why this should not proceed. We need the Congress to engage on this too, Steve. It's not enough just to get the Securities and Exchange Commission or even the New York Stock Exchange. And let me just say, the New York Stock Exchange has a conflict of interest because they're in a joint venture with this so-called intrinsic exchange group, manufacturing uh, all of the, you know, accounting regulations and so on. It's just crazy. And your posse is needed now. Action, action, action between now and the 18th of January can make all the difference, friends. Okay, I want to go there, Frank. Uh, by the way, Frank, quickly, give me 30 seconds. We're going to have you back on our wall-to-wall coverage Friday and Saturday on the Taiwan elections. How do you how do you see it uh, playing out right now? Well, we've got a really important uh, webinar uh, this afternoon. Uh, it's going uh, to be up and posted shortly by uh, this time. But, Steve, the main point is if you want to know what's coming down the pike, uh, don't just look at Taiwan. Look at what... Xi Jinping has been doing to, well, I call it, engage in pyromania around the world, in Ukraine and in Israel and in the Red Sea, and maybe next in Korea, or maybe next in, you know, Latin America, Guyana. And most importantly, here, here, he is going to light things up here, partly because he's put several divisions worth of People's Liberation Army personnel inside the country, I'm convinced for that wow. purpose. Wow. Watch that space. Amen.
Get ready. Uh, Frank, thank you so much. Look forward to having you on tomorrow about Taiwan. Thank you, brother. Everybody, you. go to thank Frank you, Gaffney's site right now to make sure, get engaged, be one of the heroes to shut down these natural asset companies. Uh, today, we taught you action. This was, uh, you know, the Eli Cranes, the Matt Gates, the Rosendales, and, of course, MTG was on the show earlier were the ones that went in there and told Johnson to his face, this ain't happening. And what did you get? You're getting the the the, the Schumer bill is going to be junked. We're starting over again. They're going to try to push this CR, but hey, we're we're taking a harder line than that. One of the reasons we can do that, we're very confident we get the best information. One of the reasons we have the best information, we have the smartest people. EJ Antoni, you're too humble. I remember, sir, I think you studied for the priesthood for a number of years. You're too humble and too self-effacing to take a victory lapse. I'll take one for you. Uh, you called it today on inflation, brother. EJ Antoni. All the hedge fund guys that watch your show, just make sure you're in that guy's Twitter account. EJ, with all the lies and misrepresentation and the Fed all set to to flood the system with fiat currency to support uh, Biden in his second uh, – in, in in this illegitimate run he's got. Paul Krugman coming out saying, hey, these guys are going to start attacking the Fed. Why was EJ Antony right and everybody else wrong about inflation? Steve, I think some of it just has to do with the fact that a lot of people are, are engaged in wishful thinking, quite frankly. You know, right now, the markets are banking very, very heavily on the Fed cutting rates and in a big way and doing it soon. It remains to be seen whether or not they're going to be able to do that. But I mean, really, what the Fed needs is is some political leadway here. What, what I mean by that is if if inflation is clearly not trending down at all, it makes it very difficult for the Fed to politically get away with cutting rates and, and providing the the economic propulsion, if you will, that that Biden is going to need to try to get over the finish line in November. And so when we have these hotter than expected uh, CPI prints like we did this morning, the Fed is kind of running out of runway here. They need inflation to at least appear like it's trending back to 2%, even if it isn't. So as long as we get these these hot CPI prints, it makes it very, very difficult for the Fed. Now, that's not to say the Fed is not going to be injecting liquidity, right? They've been doing that for, for almost a year now through things like the bank term funding program, which, which we've talked about before. But at the end of the day, I would not underestimate the fact that the Fed is certainly subject to an awful lot of political pressure. And that means we're poised to repeat the mistakes of the 1970s, where for political purposes, we start printing money again when we have no business doing so. I just want to make sure everybody understands this. The Fed came out. We said, look, there's been this mass fiscal irresponsibility, but now you're going to have monetary irresponsibility. The Fed essentially and Janet Yellen working in conjunction a couple of weeks ago just threw down that they were all in. They're going to have cuts, easing, et cetera, that they were combining to thwart the Trump populist nationalist America first movement. The only thing that could stop them is a couple of bad prints. Do you believe that this bad print today with inflation still there and still a big problem will actually stop them? Or just give me a minute. What do you think the workarounds are that they want to flood the zone with liquidity to make sure that the good times roll? You know, you've got these Keynesian like the house thing that Johnson we killed today had this had a, a, a you know, the child tax credit. You had massive Keynesian uh, stimulus with this overspending. What do you think? Is this enough to stop them? Or do you think they're still going to try to do sophisticated workarounds? 
Oh, they're definitely still going to try to do some sophisticated workarounds. You know, if they just let the the repurchase agreement play itself out the way things stand right now, that's going to add a trillion dollars, roughly, of liquidity to the system. So that's just one mechanism they have, and it's not even going to require uh, you know much much work behind the scenes. They essentially just have to let what they've already set into motion play out. So in, in terms of actually doing uh, uh, asset purchases, let's say, or cutting interest rates, I, I can't see them doing that, frankly, anytime in the first quarter of this year. But after that, all bets are probably off because you know, again, this Fed just simply is not data dependent, no matter how many times they, they say that they are. We have seen clearly time and time again when they act contrary to what the data says. Uh, EJ, where do people get to you, particularly your social media? You're always a couple of steps ahead of everybody. This was a major one because you called it. You called it dead on. I think your number was spot on. We're all of Wall Street was off. Where do people go to get your uh, information, brother? Best place to find me is on X. The handle there is at real EJ Antoni. EJ, congratulations. Uh, we, you're going to live to fight another day. I got to tell you, I agree with you. The Fed and the Treasury are going to try to do everything to stop Donald Trump and the populist movement. And we're going to keep an eye on it and make sure we call it out. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Steve. MTG and, of course, the heroes like Crane and Rosendale and these others were enough to get in there and to get into Johnson's uh, face today and to make sure we killed this, quite frankly, the Schumer-Hakeem Jeffries bill that was outrageous. Johnson is still proven to me he's still beyond weak. Uh, that's why I took 12 or 13 of these individuals to make sure they blocked the rule yesterday. Then we're all over today. You heard her. Uh, comments on the uh, on the show day, which played, by the way, they got those clips in before they met. It had a big impact. Uh, but our work is far, far, far from over. I love Russ Vote. I love what the guys do over there. I understand the logic of the CR. That's what they're coming with now. The, the one-year CR is not going to work. It's not tough enough. It's not hard enough. We have leverage. We've got to use this leverage. Here's what we need to make sure that these guys in the conference, men and women in the conference, on Understand that you, the voters, you, the, the base, you, the deplorables, have their back uh, against the media and against all comers, the consultants, the lobbyists, the pollsters, uh, in shutting down the government. I believe that you can pass. I think they've already guaranteed it. You've got DOD. you got DHS for border security. But if they're not prepared to shut down the border, you shut down the rest of the government. You don't put anything in jeopardy, but you shut down the rest of the government. And it stays shut down as long as it's got to take. Right now, there should be, first off, the spending bill's atrocious. It should be a new spending bill to have massive cuts, massive cuts, and massive cuts on the discretionary side for um, uh, on the spending. Also, I think defense has got to come under a cut. It's just out of control. You heard last night on the debate, not from me, but from them, both Nikki Haley and Rhonda DeSanctimonious are sitting there talking about cutting Social Security, cutting Medicare. Hey, we're so far from that. When you haven't done your job on cutting discretionary spending, uh, sealing the border, right? Stop this massive overspending. Tax the wealthy. Massive tax increases for the for the one percent for the billionaires and people that are worth hundreds of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars. This is what's got to happen. Now more than ever, you're one of the driving forces in this, and this is why we need you to go to Birchgold.com. End of the dollar empire. Make sure you understand the private reserve currency, particularly taking the four installments, all three that we put out, 
the debt trap, the third one, to make sure you understand exactly what this fight is about. Okay, we're going. Lou Dobbs follows us, the great Lou Dobbs. We're going to be back tomorrow at 10 a.m. We're in a firefight right now on so many different fronts. But you're engaged and we're winning. You see we're winning in Ohio. We're winning this natural asset. We're going to win that. Uh, we just won and we killed the first budget coming out of by Johnson. A terrible idea, but it was killed. We got a lot more to kill and then to go forward with our program. 202-225-3121 is the number. Make sure you go to birchgold.com. Check it all out. We'll see you back. Stick around for Lou Dobbs. The Lou Dobbs Show is next. We're back at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning here in the War Room. Fight Club is on, folks. See you then. I want to warn you of a huge change that could be coming to our money and our bank accounts. First, think back to 9-11, shortly after the government pushed through the Patriot Act. This gave the government power to spy on innocent Americans by monitoring our phone and email and tracking our movement across the Internet. Now, Jim Rickards, editor of the independent financial newsletter Strategic Intelligence and New York Times bestselling author, is warning about a coming event that could elevate this governmental surveillance to a terrifying new level. In fact, some of the guests I've had on The War Room believe that the government will soon expand their powers to track our every move. If we say the wrong things on social media, donate to the wrong causes, buy firearms, or even vote MAGA, the government may be able to shut us out of our bank accounts. I can't say for sure if this will happen, but it's an interesting in dire warning. Fortunately, Jim Rickards, an American patriot and friend of mine, has made it his mission to educate us on what he believes is coming and how to protect yourself from the possibility of programmable money. Watch Jim's warning video now before it's censored like I've been in the past. Go to RickardsWarRoom.com. That's RickardsWarRoom.com now to see the video. 100,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer. Every year, year in and year out, heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out.